Yes guys, welcome to a brand new video. My name is Conan and today we're gonna be talking about some common fat loss myths. So let's get into it. Now, one of the most common questions I get asked, especially on my Snapchat is, hey Conan, I love the content, but how do I get rid of the body fats around my face? Or how do I get rid of the body fats around my thighs or around my stomach or around my arms? And basically this whole spot reduction thing is a huge myth. You can't just pick one specific body part to lose body fat on and just neglect all the other things. The first thing that will come to mind to a lot of people is, hey, I wanna lose body fat around my stomach, so I'm gonna do like endless sit-ups or I'm gonna do endless crunches just so I can burn body fat around my core and nowhere else. And that is one of, if not the biggest myths in the fitness industry. So basically, the idea of spot reduction means that you take one specific muscle group and you basically just wanna lose body fat on that specific muscle group. You don't worry about any other one, you just focus specifically on this one body part to lose body fat on, and that's unfortunately, is not possible. If you wanna lose body fat anywhere, the main thing you have to focus on is being in a calorie deficit, which simply means eating more, or not eating more, eating less than you burn on a day-to-day -day basis consistently, so that over time you will lose body fat around that specific body part. Now, one thing you guys may notice as you kinda of go about this is that some body parts are a bit more stubborn than others. And what I mean by that is that you may notice on your fat loss journey that the body fat around your arms and around your face, you may get rid of faster, whereas other body parts, such as maybe like your core or your hips or your thighs, may take a bit longer to get rid of. And I'll just give you guys a prime example of this for myself at least, is that about two years ago, I did my first ever bodybuilding show. So I basically got the most shredded I have ever been. Like single digit body fat percentage, I felt miserable at the time, but it was a great experience. And basically on this journey of losing as much body fat as I possibly could, which by the way is not sustainable, I do not recommend most people to do that. But one of the things I noticed for myself is that genetically I tend to hold most of like my body fat around my cheeks. I've always had a baby face. I've always had chubby cheeks ever since a young age growing up. Um, unfortunately, it's still kind of stuck with me. So every time I'm bulking, that is literally one of the first things where I store most of my body fat, which I can't do anything about. I mean, I could do all the mewing or jaw exercises I could, um, which could potentially help, but um, for the most part, that's just genetically the way I was born and I can't necessarily control that, right? But one of the things I am gifted in is that I don't store a lot of body fat around my midsection, so around my core. That tends to like, at least when I did my bodybuilding show, um, that was like one of the first things to ever go so I could like see my abs immediately, which was super, super cool. But um, yeah, again, it took me a while to kind of get rid of like, the fat around my face and also around my quads and thigh area. Those were like the two body parts that like took the longest to get rid of. And um, that's just a prime example of how certain body parts are more stubborn than others. And so again, if there's certain body parts that you think are more fatty than others. That's just a genetic thing and you can't really do much about it. Um, obviously building more muscle around that body part will make it look a lot better for sure. But when it comes to just like the body fat surrounding that single body part, you cannot spot reduce unfortunately. So like I said, the main thing you guys should really focus on if you do wanna spot reduce certain body parts is to mainly just like be in a calorie deficit and then over time you will reduce body fat all over your body and then eventually you will spot reduce body fat or you will 
least lose body fat around that one specific body part that you do um, want to target over time. Now, the second myth is that low carb diets are superior, basically meaning that carbs are the devil. Stay away from bread, stay away from pasta, stay away from rice, stay away from everything that is carb related because carbs are just the devil. There's no science behind it. It just, carbs just are evil, right? It's just, it's just the way it is, right? And that is another huge myth. Basically what it comes down to is calories in versus calories out. And ultimately on paper, it doesn't really matter where you get those calories from. If you're eating less calories than you burn on a day-to-day -day basis, you will lose weight, right? It could be on a low carb diet. It could be on a low fat diet, whatever diet you choose to follow, you will lose weight as long as you're in a calorie deficit. So the main thing here to worry about is not the macronutrients, but the calories. Of course, macronutrients are absolutely crucial. You should still be hitting your protein goals, your carb goals, your fat goals, along with your micronutrients, such as your fruits, vegetables, minerals, this and that, right? But ultimately what it comes down to is calories in versus calories out. So specific diets aren't magical, whether it's a keto diet, a low carb diet, paleo diet, vegan diet, whatever diet you see on the internet or on magazines, nothing is special about them. The main thing most of these do is just by simply having you eat less food than you do on average, which will most likely put you in a calorie deficit. Now, while we're on the subject of diets, whether it's low carb diets, high carb diets, low fat diets, high fat diets, whatever diet you want to think of, I'm not a huge fan of excluding certain macronutrients from your diet, whether it's excluding all carbohydrates from your diet or all fats from your diet, because the entire point of being in shape is to stay in shape, right? You don't just want to like get in shape for a couple of weeks and then fall off track, right? And so the biggest thing you have to ask yourself before you decide to like do any specific diet or do any workout routine, can I do this or can I sustain this for the rest of my life? If the answer is no, the chances of you sustaining that are very, very slim and you should probably reconsider doing that specific thing. So for example, if you honestly tell yourself that, okay, this low carb diet sounds really interesting, but can I realistically sustain this type of eating for the rest of my life? If the answer is no, you should probably reconsider and you should most definitely not even get into it in the first place. You should really be finding something that you can sustain for the long run because like I said previously, the entire point of being fit and being in shape is to like stay in shape, right? It's not one of those things where you just cross off and you're good to go. Like no, once you have it, you gotta sustain it, right? Because health is something that you can very easily lose. You can very easily easily gain all the weight back. You can very easily get out of shape, lose all the muscle, right? And so the biggest thing here, not just when it comes to like this specific myth, but just all diets in general, is like making sure that, okay, this sounds promising, but can I sustain this for the rest of my life? Which is why I personally am not a huge fan of all these weird different diets, whether it's keto, paleo, lower carb, whatever you want to think of. I'm not a huge fan. And I personally, for myself and all my other clients, usually suggest just a overall balanced diet. Include all the food groups into your diet, carbs, fats, proteins, minerals, vitamins, fruits, vegetables, don't exclude anything from your diet because we're all human beings. And as soon as you tell yourself or tell someone else that, hey, for the rest of your life, you can never have carbs anymore. That'll probably drive you crazy. I mean, sure, you can probably sustain it and do it for a couple of weeks, if not a couple of months, but um, can you really do that for the rest of your life? Chances are probably not because you go anywhere outside, all the restaurants, all the grocery stores, they all have like just different foods, carbs around you, right? And it's like, I do not want to live a life where I can never eat carbs again. I love bread, I love rice, I love pasta, I love all carbs, and I just don't see a world where I 
just like not eat that, right? And like I said, the best way to sustain anything in life, especially when it comes to your diet, especially in fitness, is making sure that you find something that you can enjoy, which makes it so much easier to stick with and sustain for the rest of your life, which is ultimately the entire goal of fitness. Because again, it is not something you cross off your list. It is something that you wanna sustain and actually do for the rest of your life. Now, the third myth is that cardio is the only way to burn body fat. And now, although, and that's true, cardio burns calories, which therefore helps you burn fat, which is completely true. However, it is not the only way. So while cardio can be an effective tool for fat loss, it is not the only way. Resistance training is also super important for building muscle mass, which can increase your metabolic rate and help you burn more calories throughout the day. So definitely cardio is great, but do not neglect your weight training because the more muscle mass you have, the more calories you will burn on a day-to-day -day basis. Now the fourth thing, and this one may be a bit controversial to some of you guys, but but supplements are not the end-all be-all when it comes to you achieving your fitness goals. And I'll take it from me personally. I mean, I am sponsored by a supplement company. I love their stuff. I take their stuff every single day, but I know myself that if I would never have a supplement ever in my life, it would not change a whole lot when it comes to like my overall health. Some supplements do help, especially if you're deficient in certain vitamins or minerals, but they're not the end-all be-all. You gotta remember that the name supplement is literally called a supplement because it is there to supplement your diet and not take over your diet, right? So the main thing you guys should focus on is prioritizing your actual diet, right? So focusing on whole natural foods, focus on where are you getting your carbs, fats, and protein from. More importantly, where are you getting your minerals and vitamins from? They should hopefully, most likely for most of you guys, come from whole natural foods, whether it's fruits, vegetables, lean sources of meats, healthy fats, healthy carbs, you name it. And then once you figure out that you're deficient in something, that is a great time to um, look into some supplements that can hopefully supplement and you actually hitting your vitamin or mineral goals. So let's say, for example, you hate eating greens. You don't like eating greens. A great way to compensate for that is by having a greens powder. Now, is it ideal? Absolutely not. You would be so much better off by actually having spinach, kale, other green vegetables, right? But if you truly cannot or don't have access to greens or don't like eating greens or just simply don't want to eat greens, then of course, the second best thing to that is by supplementing in a greens powder. Same thing goes with protein. If you have a hard time hitting your protein goals from actual sources of protein, whether it's chicken breast, pork, beef, eggs, milk, yogurts, you name it. If you have a hard time hitting your protein goals from like actual foods, then that's a great time to supplement in a protein powder because simply most protein powders, depending on which one you take, just comes from a cow, right? So whey protein is obviously a dairy product. It comes from a cow. So there's nothing like weird about it. And it just helps you hit your protein goal, right? Is it ideal? Absolutely not. You should be aiming to get most of your protein from like actual food. But again, if you're just lacking on protein or you don't have access to any protein while you're traveling or whatever, maybe then supplementing in a protein powder is absolutely awesome. And of course, certain supplements can also give you more energy, like pre-workout, for example. However, I mean, the main ingredient in pre-workout is obviously the caffeine, and you can get caffeine from a number of different sources, such as coffee and tea. So definitely, there's nothing magical about it. And a lot of fat burners have caffeine as well, which a lot of people don't know. And for those of you who do not know, caffeine is actually an appetite suppressant, basically meaning that you don't feel as hungry uh, compared to if you did not have any caffeine. 
right? So if you truly um, want to just feel more energized and um, suppress your appetite slightly, just have a coffee or have a tea. You definitely do not need all these crazy fat burners or all these crazy pre-workout supplements. Again, it is just a supplement and it is definitely not needed. In summary, the only real way to lose body fat is to create a calorie deficit through a combination of diet and exercise. Avoid falling for the common fat loss myths like spot reduction, low carb diets, cardio only workouts, and supplements. Instead, focus on a balanced approach that includes a healthy diet, regular exercise, and consistency. So if you guys enjoyed this video, please be sure to go give this video a thumbs up. Be sure to subscribe to my channel as well, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.